Fuse Muse, exploring the world of fusion music one song at a time. Each episode of Fuse Muse, we pick a theme and discuss songs related to that theme. From time to time, we might interview prominent fusion musicians, organizers, dancers, or other DJs, in addition to asking guest DJs to come talk about fusion music with us. Fuse Muse is hosted each month by Clyde Wright of Washington, D.C., Flower Evelyn of New York, and Russell Klimas of Colorado Springs. For this month, our theme is booty music. Our guest DJ is Leah Vindel from Seattle, and we will have a special interview with fusion music producer Exempla. But first, our lead-off song this episode is Alaska Cold by Ian Ewing, featuring Mike Regal. It has the slow come up. You're kind of just like riding and coasting and then it just like drops and you're like in a party. It reflects its title well, Alaska Cold. The production sort of feels a little frosty to me. I just want a booty drop now. Like I don't want to wait for it. Hold up. Take time with mine. I never been in a rush. Every time I've DJed this song, I've seen people really owning and playing with it, but still playing off of each other. Mind, I've never been in a rush. Much. Look up. Me and mom moving up on the verge like I never had. No flows like a pine from the boot, 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 boot. I'm getting higher than the carpet that I let know. Man, I came from the north, I'm Alaskan coat. It's like there's something about the syncopation in the song itself, the way that the beats are playing against each other, that makes me want to like lean in with my chest and almost do like a body roll backwards, you know? And it's like it's something like the da 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 da, right? And it's like the mm, I don't know. It's just like I, it makes me want to. And the the cool thing about like this like the body roll is that like your butt goes out afterwards, and so it, like you really get into that booty, that ass. <laughs> For booty drop music, it it does seem really chill, but at the same time has like an underlying energy. Look up, me and mom moving up on the verge like I never had. No flows like I'm hiding from the boot, 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 boot. I'm getting higher than the carpet that I let know. Ian Ewing and Stralo are part of uh, the No Life Collective. That's N O H Life, and that's a Milwaukee-based collective. It's not this dude electronic EDM garbage. Stralo says um, it's melodic. It's got feeling. It's got a sound to it. Up next is Better by Exempla. is very quirky there's a lot of fun playful rhythms and nonsense lyrics 
There's like no through line in the song. It's just like some random sayings, which I think is actually really fun. Uh, a lot of the songs like try to have like a story they try to tell, and this song drops that pretension entirely. The way that they each kind of sample or each way that the, the vocals are altered sounds like a different voice has this kind of conversational quality. The like interactive component of these voices talking to each other reminds me of like a conversational dance. Listening to this song, I started like swinging my hips and like strutting down the hallway, and like my shoulders were all like getting into it. And then, like, <laughs> I was like, damn, like, I feel good. What made me feel more sassy and confident and just ready to take on the world? See the ocean flowing from the Atlas Bob. Playing black got two aces. All this shit, man, is taking me places. Very thankful for all my graces. It's always good to sort of break up a set with a playful, unexpected sort of surprise every once in a while. So fast. Sailing with no mast. Shit. I'm coming last line. My favorite part of this whole song has to do with the lyrics because is as you get to know the song and understand it they have a lot of really good musicality that you can play with and to me that's the best thing out of any song i also think that this song is the most r&b sounding song that we've all picked out i think that's interesting i love playing r&b yeah i could totally west coast to this for sure I love this song, Clyde. So good. It's so you too. Like, I don't know. It's like, I could really see you dancing to this. Our third song this month is DZ Bounce by Great Dane. DZ! Daisy. I look forward to Flower explaining the definition of the word Daisy. This is like a horror film. A horror film for clowns. I start the song about 45 seconds in. It hurts my ears. When I visualize songs, I'm like, alright, can I booty drop to this song? And I think, if I were to booty drop, where would I do this? you got a booty, you got to drop it. You just got to go right down. I'm an equal opportunity booty dropper. The problem is we haven't talked about how to pick up the booty. Sometimes you need a dump truck to get it off the floor. Just booty all over the place. Great Dane is the name of Dane Morris, who is from Orange County and moved to L.A. There's this whole L.A. scene called the beat scene, which mixes up hip hop and trap genres with alternative electronic sounds. So here's a really interesting quote by the L.A. Weekly. The beat scene cultivates experimental soundscapes more focused on expertly and unusually arranged syncopated beats and samples that are often rooted in hip hop. The sound is typically subtler and less in your face than that of EDM. Think art school versus frat house. Although big bass beats play a major role. Flying Lotus is a part of that and that's also a band that I like. Interesting fact, they said that the beat scene fashion is that you wear high-waisted pants and red lipstick. (laughs) 
there's not such a high dynamic range, but for me, each of the sounds are so curious and interesting that I'm so engaged in like a, a small space of music. There's just such like a variation of texture. This song, it took me a little to warm up to. At the start, it was kind of like alien and off-putting. But the more I listened to it, the more I got into it. And now every single time I hear it, it just makes me want to move. I love that when I'm dancing that I can go between the feeling of the strong beat, the mmm, 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 and then the syncopations, the da, 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 and I think that makes my dance really rich when I'm listening to the song. I also really like the way that that, that stronger beat, the uh, um, it and makes me want to really like sway my hips back and forth. Um, and it makes me want to connect to my partner in like a real, uh, like from my pelvis in a very cool way. I love that. And I find that like that in between the beats of that song, um, that it works really well. Then when it gets closer to the end, they take part of the instrumental out of it. Uh, because they do that, it makes it more intimate. Our final song this episode is Revolution by Diplo with vocals and lyrics by Kai and production by Faustix and Imanos. I love the the like claps at the beginning. Like every time I hear that I just like want to run around the room like getting people going. This artist is Diplo and he's worked with a lot of different people. He's been in, he's been active for like 20 years now. He started in 1997. He's made a couple different labels uh, called Mad Decent in Atlantic and I believe that this song was actually under the Mad Decent label. Um, he's worked with Justin Bieber, DJ Fresh, Kendrick Lamar, Paul, MIA. He actually does a duo thing with Skrillex called Jack U. So like, he's been around, okay? When it starts at the beginning, I hear those claps and I already think booty stuff because like we're twerking and all that sort of thing. Like they have like specific sounds that that is a part of that genre. Um, and it has developed over the past 20 years of hip hop and where that's come from. There's all these specific sounds, whether it's air horns or club sounds, like these specific things and that has that in there. And that was what I was looking for when I was trying to find a booty drop song. And the lyrics themselves, on top of that, they're actually like quite inspirational. I read the lyrics to the song, and I read a little bit about what Kai had to say about the lyrics. And she, apparently, she has, for a lot of her adult life, suffered from fear of falling in love. And this song is about her working through those issues and coming out better on the other side. Yeah, the airy drama of this song is just really great. I really like the climaxes in this song and the up pulse. Just, there's like a lot of like pop up pulse. Finding people Is called random white dude be everywhere true 
to me really cares with this movement. Like when I'm when I'm going out to clubs in, DC, in Seattle, electronic clubs, to kind of see what this like, what kind of dancing and movement people are doing. It's like I'd see a lot of this kind of like maybe this movement is like originating from the torso, but it's kind of going up. And I definitely see a lot of random white dudes everywhere doing this movement. It's got a lot of like epic synth action going on. Like you could picture like a whole stadium like jamming to this song. That to me, that's what this feel is. It's like stadium hip hop. It's like huge. This is like a massive sonic field that envelops you. Muse sat down this month with music producer Exempla to discuss his music, his methods, and his inspiration. Let's listen in. Oh yeah, you're from uh, uh, Sydney, Australia, yeah? I am indeed, yes. <laughs> cool, cool. The first like burning question I have for you is, how do you define the style of music you make? Like w- when, you're, when your mom asks you, what kind of musician are you? What do you, what do you tell her? Just depends what mood I'm in, I guess. <laughs> okay. So, I've got a song for every moment and a, a different song every day and a different style every day. So there's no umbrella term that you, in your mind, that's what you think of yourself as? I think it's a bunch of them because I listen to a bunch of music and then I might be making hip-hop one day, I might be, might be rapping the next day, I might be feeling like house the next day, or dubstep, I'll like make some like heavy trap, anything. Music's music, you know? Like, if I'm with my cousin, I'm playing funk music. Um, like, we're jamming with instruments and stuff. Mm-hmm. It just depends, like, who you're with, you know? Because different people have different sides and usually bring it together. And then, yeah. Like, that specific song, I can tell you that it's, like, a, a slow future-based song. Or better, is a hip-hop track. Are you asking what my, like, style is? Like, uh... I guess I'm 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 actually more curious about like how you internalize how you view yourself as a as a musician, right? Does that make sense? Oh, it's getting deep. Yeah, it's getting real deep. How I view myself as a musician. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I feel like we all create like uh, like an identification, an ID. We all have like a an internal representation of our of ourselves in our mind. Like, I'm a I'm a dancer. I'm a computer programmer, right? Those those are two internal representations for me. You just think of yourself as a musician. You don't have a, a more specific uh, drilling down into that broad, very, very broad category. I'd say electronic music producer, drummer. Okay. Um, do, do you, is your, so is your musical training in, in, in percussion? Percussion, yeah. And I learned piano as a kid and I've learnt, played guitar for a couple of years. My friends are musicians, um, so it's more producing now. Like I'll record just like normal music, like everyday, like rock or whatever, and then I'll go back to making my trap and my hip hop and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, I, I see myself. I'm a music producer. I I could make Justin Bieber's next single if my name wasn't on it. <laughs> You know what? I think I well, first of all, I would love for you to produce Justin Bieber's next single. I think I think it would be great. I think you could do I could think you could do really good stuff with him. Um is that are you are you announcing are you uh are you hinting at a future collaboration here? I cannot I cannot disclose. Ooh. 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 Wow, a, a, a non-denial denial. Excellent. Well, you heard it you heard it here first on Fuse Muse. Exemplar will one day be collaborating with Justin Bieber maybe. I'm not really clear. All right, cool. Um when did you get into the drums? When I was 5, my mom caught me playing pots and pans. Nice. 
Not not caught me. That was actually a regular thing I did, and I'm doing it now. I'm reco- uh, bringing into the studio pots and pans. Oh really? Oh, like getting a bit of folly sounds and stuff is very interesting. I find that like bringing an element from outside the studio just makes it a lot more real. And I think like I try and have fifty fifty elements, um, synthetic, and then the other half organic. Even though that the, it sounds more like it's leaning towards electronic. It does sound like that. It does sound like that, but I feel like you producers, you trick us a lot. You bring in analog noises without us realizing it. There's a thing called blending. So I think of if you make, say, all right, my project, it's not 50 separate sounds. It's now one sound. On a song, on a track like Better, which is uh, a single you released about four months ago, I want to say, it that, that, that song in many ways sounds kind of sp- sparse if that makes any sense in fact i think sparse is like a new a new edm trend right uh there's a whole there's a genre called minimal techno oh yeah yeah so 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 i so i i don't i hesitate to to describe better as as minimal because it's certainly got a lot of stuff going on in there but but like if you if i were to look at that in ableton how many how many tracks are, are included in in better uh, about 30, because, like, that was the probably the least amount I've ever used. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it, seem, it seems, like, compared to, say, uh, Make You Feel It, it seems it seems much more minimal to me. But they are two different songs as well, so... Because Better is vocally driven, so there's one... There is a, a decent sub, but I, I find because it's such a, a low-key, you need a real good sub to hear that low-end. When you say sub, you mean you mean bass or sub frequency? What is what is sub standing for here? Sub. So like, um, basically playing it on like a a proper speaker. What? So so each episode of Fuse Muse, what we do is we sort of focus on a sort of t- a type of fusion music, and this t- and this type that we focused on this month is what we called booty music i don't know if you think of better as a booty track but um it was the bass to me that sort of made it booty like uh it's the twerk it's the twerk tom yeah 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 it's in like booty work. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, T- yeah, yeah. T-Pain. Booty work by T Pain. That's a really good comparison. Did actually was booty work by T Pain a, a inspiration for this track, or how did, how did you even like how'd you come up with it? Rhythms. I get like inspiration for rhythms. Okay. Different sections. I'm like, I'm gonna use that beat from that song because it's got that flow. And it's like, and not intentionally. Like I just, I just. There's like certain grooves. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, that are almost now just universal. Yeah. Like, you know, when people rap in triplets, like da 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 that kind of spitfire flow. Yeah. Yeah. You, now you hear that everywhere. Yes, you do. Kind of thing. Yeah. And pe- people kind of, they just elaborate on a certain rhythm, just like someone would elaborate on like a dance style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, on, on better is that, that's your, that you're rapping, right? Yes. You're rapping there. You're rapping. And, um, and singing and singing no for sure well that was that's one of the really fun things about better to me is that it seems like you're doing you're like you're like i like it all i'm not gonna limit myself to one style of of music even in this one song you're like we're gonna we're gonna be a pop song for like literally three seconds and then we're gonna rap for a little bit uh <laughs> You do you do it all like and that's just yeah me wanting to do everything in one day. Now, so the another question I have about about better in particular is like did the lyrics seem like stream of conscious? Did you set out to write those lyrics or did they all sort of come to you or how did that work? <laughs> I basically freestyled most of it in. Okay, and then filled in the words that were gibberish <laughs> ah yeah because i just yeah I, don't, I can't even remember if i just did it in one hit but i know i laid down most of the track because i played the beat in on my little midi controller the toms mm-hmm. i was playing the tom beat in i'm just grooving yeah and then i just recorded that straight in and then i recorded the rap straight on top of that it was so quick um it, and that just song just just 
was born so quickly. Yeah. Um, it was weird. Really weird. And, like, that was the only one I've played in completely. Everything else is usually, like, drawn in on a on a synth or something like that, which I did do, like, some sound design, but, yeah, it just all all very raw, and most of it, impro- in, like, improvised. Yeah. Um, some, and then some of the lyrics um, revised, rewritten, <laughs> to make, make them, you know... The, the uh, up, upgrade me to version beta, that's a really good line. D- was that one of the lines that you improved, or did you come up with it afterwards? Ah, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I'm not too sure, actually. Okay. Um, well, it's, it was a good one, so... Ah, <laughs> uh, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't really, um, I don't really consider myself, or didn't, a rapper as such. I liked rapping, but that's the, like, the first song I, I gave it, you know, everything. Uh-huh, Yeah. And then it ended up being a release, like, my next release, which is so random, because I was, like, making all this electronic, like, you know, synthwave stuff, and then, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I must say that, like, um, you know, Make You Feel It dropped about a year ago, I want to say. I found it real quick after it dropped, and, man, I fell in love immediately. It was such a good song. And then when Better came out, I was like, this is really different but i like it too it's just really different than better so i uh, what i what i what i hear <laughs> it is what i hear you telling me is that we're going to be hearing more make you feel it like stuff and uh not as much better like stuff in the future is that what i'm hearing oh uh, you'll hear both you'll both okay i'm i'm fusing i'm fu- I'm, <laughs> I'm doing a fusion right now <laughs> nice yeah i'm in the process so so did did when you recorded better and it sort of just spilled out of you did that inspire you to sort of uh, explore that style more. Yeah, I've got a uh, little rap alias that I I just do stuff a bit more. Wait, wait, wait! What's your rap alias? Uh, it's called My Dollars. Hi, <laughs> My, do- My Dollars. <laughs> That's M Y D O L L A S. No, M A H. Oh, Ma? yeah. And then D A double L A S dollar sign S. Okay, M A H space D A L L A dollar sign S. You're, my dollars, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, you know what? Kesha like dropped the dollar sign. You just picked it right up where where she where she dropped it. And is it is it maybe on SoundCloud right now? Can I find? It is. Ah, it's not okay. It's work in progress. Okay, you know what? I love finding people on SoundCloud that have literally like three followers. It makes me feel way cooler than i am so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna follow you i hope i hope you i hope i hope i hope my dollars only has three followers right now one day it'll have many i'm sure but it will i'm working on it nice working on nice how like how how does one get into edm music production like it it, I i feel like it involves a lot of specialized software and hardware that you sort of have to figure out like describe the process of figuring all that stuff out yeah, I think there's stages to it. Or it's not just one thing. It's like samples, dragging samples to make a beat together. That's one thing. Sound design, you know, learning a synthesizer and then learning the principles of sound design as well um, that you can apply to almost any synth. Basic music theory, so chords, chord progression, not just the chords you're playing, and then keys, and then you've got melody, you know, um, all of which you don't need to know to make music. Technically. Technically, sure. If you if you had a microphone and you could just like say things or beatbox, that's that's making music. Yeah. Well, there's also there's also recording, right? Like recording your voice well is challenging, right? It is. Yeah. Because it's it's not the same every time you do something. You don't sing the same note the same way or the same intensity every time you go to the microphone. Mm-hmm. And the sounds the sounds that you actually use um, have different harmonic content that blend with that sound you're recording. So yeah, that's the biggest challenge because, yeah, everything changes every time for each song. So mixing, you go into where you have to balance and equalize individual channels. Um, because when you think about it, pretty much everything is going to like overlap somewhere. Yeah. In the in the in the sonic spectrum, in the sonic spectrum, exactly. So you just got to pick which frequency is going to take that spot and which isn't. 
And, and then you got to think about why is it actually helping? Mm, um, yeah. Why does that sound pleasing? Uh, why doesn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you got to compare it as well to what you've just removed or what you've just done. So it's a it's a real it's a process of just intently listening and you know using your ears not your eyes. Yeah. When you're looking at the screen. Yeah. So walk walk me through like the creation of of uh, say make you feel it your first your first uh, like release that people could pay for that actually yeah that happened pretty weird I was making um, I was doing a collaboration and then at the end of this collaboration I just did this little drop um, it was just a chord stab or the chord like. That yeah, that reversing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. As you're trying, all I did was make that, and then I showed my cousin. He's like, "Dude, scrap the rest of the song, but de- whatever is at the end of that, that. take that out and like make a new song out of it." I'm like, oh, okay, mad, nice. So I did that, and then like three days later, I had a structure of the new song, which is "Make You Feel It." Oh wow! And then just the whole process was about two months, I think. And, like, how much of that two-month process is you sort of learning on the job? Or did you did you know all the skills you needed by that point? A bit of both. Like, I think I got better finishing that track. Mm-hmm. Like, I just got better figuring it out. Because you just... It's not something you just know how to do. Yeah. <laughs> all, of a, all of a sudden, you don't just wake up like, I can, right, I can mix any track now. Because I can make something else tomorrow, and I'm just... I'll just do my head in over, like, the kick and the bass that just for some reason I'm doing a different way. Um, it's a different sound. I'm trying to get something different. Um, so I now I now know from making that that when I want to put certain pads together that my layering has to be a certain way to make it fit together. Yeah, just it's always... You figure it out as you go. Yeah. And I might maybe look at a tutorial or two. Um just to kind of learn a specific thing that I'm trying to achieve uh, in a certain part of the song or something. I had most of those skills, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I taught myself a lot of it. Um, And, like, I just got, like... All right, so this is how it started. Basically, I was playing in uh, this rock band and we were recording an album and I was hanging around studio producers, like, week in, week out. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to make electronic music. Skrillex was popping off, and I'm like, I've got this laptop, and I'm, I'm up like to the guy, I need to make these wubs. I mean, they, like, <laughs> space. like, what do I do? And then he goes, you need to download Massive and Ableton. And then I made really shitty dubstep yep. for a long time. Yep. <laughs> so that's how it started. And then the more that I'm like, oh, like looking at YouTube search, massive tutorial, massive tutorial, bang, bang, bang. And then you just learn, and then, you know, there's no one channel that I learned everything from. Yeah. Because it's been so long that it's like right. a thousand different things. Right. Yeah. 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 But also, it's like reading, seeking things out. Yeah. Because I, I tried studying, but I just dropped out of everything I did. And I'm just like, nah, I'll teach myself. I want to do this. I'll just look it up. <laughs> do that, you know? And that, that, that's, that came through making the songs and then certain things that I needed to do in it in a certain section or something, I would look up mm-hmm. specifically for that and then apply it straight away. So it's not like you just, you know, you don't retain that information. On Make You Feel It, you collaborated with this vocalist, J JLB. Yeah, JLB? Yeah. Yeah. Now that's someone's name, right? What's their, How do you pronounce that name? No, her name is Josie. Josie. But, yeah. And, and like, did you sort of show her the outline of the song and be like, hey, like, do you want to collaborate or did you have a specific person in mind and you, or like, how did how did that collaboration come out? Yeah, well, I had the skeleton of the track and I already had my vocals on it for the first drop and then, like, directed her and then got her to jam over the track a few times as well. Okay. Um, and then, like, elaborated on certain things that I was like, no, nah, do that again, let's do that, that's mad kind of thing. But it's always different. Sometimes you can like send it to a singer and then just be like, can you write something for this? Mm-hmm. And they'll come back. Sometimes it's better to do it spur of the moment because you might just like 
as a flute come up with this hook. And it's like, oh, wow, like that actually does sound good. And then... Yeah. Then it just, yeah, turns into... That's the, it's the weird thing about creativity. You can't like say you're gonna re- like do that the exact same way <laughs> next time. Yeah. So in the case of Josie, did did you did you know her prior to this or? Yeah, I was playing in um with my cousin. It, like it had a little a funk band. It was her, the singer. My cousin was a guitarist, and then I had a bassist, and then I was I was playing the drums. We didn't even play a show. We we're just jamming like all the time. And we're really good. Nice. Never. Yeah. had the time to make the next step and we we might one day okay um i always said i'll re- record like the songs we came up with and produce them but you know yeah so that's how i know her so okay so and she lives obviously in sydney as well then yes cool so one of the cool things about the internet is that like you you, you put your music out you know on soundcloud or whatever and then i I, this is like in my mind this is what happens like people are like holy sh- holy shit i love your i love your stuff like i want to work with you like let me send you something like an idea i've been working on has that happened to you since you've started publishing your music it has actually i'll make you feel it i'm uh someone hit me up and wanted to do an interview okay for, <laughs> as a feature for make you feel it and then that turned into starting a collab collaboration with the with the speaker i'm assuming you have tracks that are sort of like in progress and and those collaborations will hopefully one day see the light of day i hope so i hope they make it out yeah yeah i've got like i don't know 30 tracks that i'm just like would hope to get out one day obviously like i'd, I'd say five of them would be like good most of them have potential mm-hmm. um, to the point where it's like some of them are to the point where it's like too much work to even <laughs> bother. In the case of both Make You Feel It and Better, like they were released. Like what, what made you sort of pull the trigger on their release? <laughs> I don't know, actually. Um, yeah, because I did that myself, so I had no one telling me. <laughs> this is done, yeah. Ex- except me. Yeah. I can't, I guess I set dates. I I think with better. I just I made a um a promo just saying it's going to be out on this date. <laughs> but I can't l- let people down now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I've got some written written little goals or something cuz like yeah, you got to set a deadline or else you just keep you end up ruining it actually. Yeah. Not just keep working on it. You'll ruin it a song. And I've done that many times. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like I've, I've, you go to work on the song and then you listen to the bounce before and it's like, no, I actually made that worse. <laughs> like, go back, start again. <laughs> control, Z, control, like, Z, control Z, control Z, control Z, control Z. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I've got, I've got like, um, some projects where there's like 17 versions. They're the ones that I'll never finish because I could just not make my mind up. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that like in 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 a very like creative process it's very easy to sort of get stuck in down like a rabbit hole and and stuck in your mind like the labyrinth Mm -hmm. that is your mind whereas like exactly whereas like if you're a well like a even like a dancer or or an actor or something that has to sort of perform in real time you you just got to do it right like you have the self-imposed deadline of like like i told everyone that my show's opening on you know next friday so i gotta do it Whereas a, a, a electronic music producer, there is no deadline, right? I guess. Maybe if you work with a label. Well, now, yeah, I've got some... Uh, because Better won me a music competition. Um, really? Affiliated with the yeah, studio in like, one of uh, Sydney's biggest studios. Or and um, yeah, I run the, won the prize package for for everything with better and um so did, did you yeah. did you write better specifically for that contest or did you submit it after the fact i was actually just doing my release schedule yeah i was um doing all the tasks emailing um making a promo and a campaign to get like putting it all together uh-huh. and then i saw that uh i saw the competition flyer on facebook and it's like is your song a banger like, <laughs> it's not, it's is a really, banger not really, your song is it's a banger not really, <laughs> It is, but it's like, you know, your typical banger. <laughs> well, sure. You know, and then there's like 25 words or less, uh, why is your song banger? I'm just like, 
Well, <laughs> yeah, I really just truly believe that this song is unique and it's probably not technically a banger, but yeah, it's different. I can't remember exactly what I said, but right. it was something along those along those lines. And then, yeah, um, I had people hitting me up and asking me for more material and I was getting kind of sus and I'm like, wait, I think I'm this like they're interested in in me winning and then a week later I find <laughs> out and now I'm just yeah a uh, couple months later well no it's just a month a month and a half mm-hmm. um, yeah I've got remixes coming out of my ears for like label stuff so that's crazy so so tell me a couple of your like your like like huge inspirations like what 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 was, what was what was an artist or two that you you heard and like your your life changed if that makes any sense? Yeah, um, well, I think it was when Skrillex popped off. Mm-hmm. I saw him at the Enmore in Sydney, um, and like that that changed my life in terms of like my music path and like confirmed what I wanted to do. Wow, like that's me. That's what I want to do. You know, like. Kawan Sound. I don't know if you know them. No. How do you how do you spell that? Is it uh, K O A Cone Sound? Yeah. Cone Sound. I'm not familiar with Cone Sound. You would. It'd be perfect for your for, for fusion dancing. Mm, I will look into them. This is why I ask this question because I'm always I'm always on the out, <laughs> the lookout for new artists. Oh, I could give you heaps of stuff. Oh yeah, I would love to hear heaps of stuff. I could give you heaps of stuff of shit you should listen to too. Probably awesome. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we should exchange. Yeah, I, I, we need to have an exchange. Yeah, for sure. So Cone Sound. Who else? Um, kill the noise. Kill the noise. Kill the noise. For his bass, talking bass. I just play songs on repeat. And this was like in my clubbing days, like when I went four four nights a week. Mm -hmm. Like that was also a big part of like me becoming an electronic. Because I started, I pretty much started making electronic music when I started clubbing. Yeah. 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 It was only like, um, it was pretty late when you think about it. Yep. Um, And that clubbing experience kind of shaped. Well, just me getting into electronic music. Mm-hmm. Yep, makes sense. You know, and the house was massive at the time, mm-hmm. and like big room kind of stuff. Yep, at that time. But there was also yeah the dubstep, dub massive dubstep wave. Yep, I don't, I don't know if you remember that. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. I for sure. No, <laughs> d- dubstep. Dubstep was like big in fusion dancing too for a while. It's not. It's yeah. Actually, oh, the, so so that 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 that's a good question. Is there like a, 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 a sub 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 genre of electronic dance music that you have like recently discovered that you're really excited about? Um, Psytrance. That's P S Y T R A N C E. I think so. What is what is Psytrance? It's it's like it's like the younger brother of Hardstyle. Younger brother of Hardstyle. <laughs> okay. And what is Hardstyle? I don't know it either. Like, bam, 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 bam. Ah, yeah, okay. And so when 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 there's a younger brother of that, what is that? It's just like it's the it's the triplets. So it's like ah, okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought beatboxing would be the best way to kind of yeah, no, no, no. straight up yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could beatbox all night or all day long. We can we can include we'll have a jam. Oh you my just, god, um, yeah. <laughs> include that onto the podcast. <laughs> I love beatboxing. <laughs> Actually, I it's so funny. I also have always loved like banging on shit like possum pants and I've always wanted to be a percussionist, but I feel like the problem is that you have to have a trap set and then and then now like you're making lots of noise and everyone hates you. So, I've always found like Not if you get a if you get an electronic kit. Yeah, I know. Actually, do you do you own electronic do you, an electronic kit? Yeah, yeah. What do you, it's in my studio. What do you ha- right what now. do you what do you own? What's the what's the gear? It's a two box. It's a two box. Uh, it's like a Swedish random orange like, prototype kind of. Um, probably not the best decision because it's half of it's broken. Okay. <laughs> Faulty. Okay. Um, yeah. Never get the first model of a. Yeah. But it, but the but the but the brand is called Two Box, Two Box, yeah. 
That's like T-W-O? <laughs> no, just the number two. Oh, two bucks. And then B-O-X. Okay. Okay, cool. Actually pretty cool. Okay. Um, I like it. If it was like, if it just worked properly, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Because um, you can do so much with it. You can change sounds to, you know, like a, a loop or a, a melody or something, and then it becomes a whole song mm-hmm. straight away. Not just... Like, I like exporting stems of a track to like the toms and stuff and and replaying the song the actual mastered so- or not the mastered song the pre-mastered song on the drum kit huh um i find that really awesome yeah you can do that with just technology now yeah yeah that is really cool it's instant as well well not instant it takes <laughs> going to cut it up into little little tiny pieces and then <laughs> yeah and then yeah but uh, if you if you yeah have a sound issue neighbors then I'd, do, I'd get a, an electronic kit okay cool i'll look into it because I, I it's something i've always wanted to do um but i've never <laughs> never done it um and i have like i can give you a skype lesson <laughs> oh okay yeah that'd be, <laughs> i mean i have way too many hobbies but like you know <laughs> i have two podcasts i'm a dancer i dance like like every weekend hey, it would be good for your dancing i know it would be no you're right cool. it was a hundred it's a hundred it's a hundred a hundred percent good for dancing and, and vice versa like dancing yeah. is good for uh Dancing is good for music too. I've I've actually I've been a music musician my my entire life, but I've only been a dancer. For, oh, really? Yeah, but I've only been a dancer for the past ten years, and um, like learning about dancing has sort of increased my appreciation for music so much. I have I'm, I don't think I've ever thought as deeply about music as I have since I've been become a dancer, which sounds really uh-huh. weird. Sounds really weird, but it's true. Um, yeah. because, because when you're a dancer, you start to think about, well, I, 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 I hesitate to say that I think about it more deeply, but I think about it differently for sure. Like I, I've taken the music theory and I've played a bunch of instruments, but as a dancer, I've like started to think about sort of like macro structures inside of music, if that makes any sense. So I, I think a okay. lot, of, I think a lot about phrasing. I think a lot about how songs are put together. I think a lot about patterns, that sort of thing. I don't, I don't know if that makes any sense, but like you're kind con- yeah, not for sure. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You have to, you, cause it definitely as, does as a dancer, you, you, you sort of thrive on, um, predictability right if that makes any sense like um yeah like you have a thing that you need to communicate to your partner and understanding how music flows together helps you in in that communication and so that's 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 some of the things i i think about as a dancer in terms of music um yeah dancing is like an extension of the music because like i i make music to make people move so you know like rhythms make people move yeah you know yes it's in our blood so yes yeah it goes perfectly 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah i love it well okay so i have one final question this has been great i've really enjoyed chatting with you if there was a singer or producer that you like dream collaboration could work with who would that who would that be and why (sighs) um i know this one (laughs) all right bruno mars Mm. i said it he's so good (laughs) bruno mars is amazing yep all right because like my second favorite style is like soul if he's doing now funk yeah soul yeah those chords those like epic seventh ninth chords just like do my head in it's so mad yeah nope nope totally agree totally agree he as i said it he's <laughs> well i hope i hope one day i hope one day to hear the the hot hot exempla and bruno mars collab that'd be great omegas omegas oh, is great too yeah for sure they're both they're both fantastic. Get to do machine gun noises on my song. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the lyrics. Yeah, and then they can they can do the, the sound effects. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, thank you so much, Exempla. I have really really enjoyed getting to chat with you, and I wish you all the best of luck in the near future. I can't wait to hear the next track that you release. Cheers, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I wait to give you give you the next track for you. To- oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, see you soon. Thanks. All right. Bye. Thank you. Catch ya.
uh, Hot Knot Fusion Weekend that's happening um, not this weekend but next weekend, September 15th through the 17th. Uh, it's I think it's the second one that's ever been done. It's in Denver, Colorado. Or have people from all over the world come. There's some uh, hip hop dancers from Argentina that are going to be there that are teaching and like and it's in tandem with Lindy on the Rocks, so you can just like switch it uh, whatever you want to do. So it's going to be uh, super exciting. This is Leah. Uh, I think I'd like to give a shout out um, to Kelly Howard, who ten years ago this month uh, took me to my first blues dance, and changed my life as a course of uh, introducing me to that community and um, yeah I can definitely say that everything from my body image to my body's health to my like way that I structure my relationships has um, definitely come out of being a part of the dance community so thanks Kelly love you all right I am flower Evelyn. And I want to give a shout out to the Phoenix Fusion Experience uh, because I'm going to go dancing right now in Phoenix. And I didn't even know that Phoenix had a fusion scene. I'm so excited about it um, to go hang out and drop my booty after talking about booty dropping all evening. This is Clyde Wright. I'd like to give a shout out to two West Coast swing dancers from Washington, D.C., Marcus and Trin, who are, as we are recording, like going viral on Facebook. They have an amazing uh, video that they recorded recently of them dancing to a hip hop track. And their dancing is super inspiring. And I, I love everything about what they did to that song so go go find marcus and trin on on facebook thank you for listening to fuse muse check back in on our facebook page over the course of the month for additional content relating to the episode including videos of the fuse muse host dancing to the songs we featured this episode and if you have any questions for fuse muse email us at fusemuseorg at gmail.com or find us on facebook Fuse Muse is written, edited, and produced by Clyde Wright and hosted by Russell Klimas, Flower Evelyn, and Clyde Wright. See you next episode. You know, it has really predictable changes of when it's going to go from the uh, 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 to the meh. I can't, I can't. I can't believe I make those sounds for this. <laughs>